back to another episode of All the World's a Stage Mum. Hi, A. Hello. <laughs> hello. A bit delayed. You're delayed. Well, I just feel like I've just delayed that hello. Yes. Well, it's weird to say it's. You know, it's weird to say hello when I'm like. What? I think we're saying hello to the audience. I know, but you just said hello to me. So, but we've already seen each other today. So it's like weird to say hello. I know. Do you know what I mean? I know. Um. Yes. Uh. So an episode came out last week. Yes, but we recorded that before our two week break because yes. Like I just said, we had two weeks off because mum was away. So, yes, back into the swing of things, uh, recording. We've got uh, we've got an episode. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Well, I think it's going to be wonderful. Great. It will be wonderful. Um, do you want to talk about your thing first? Yes, I think so. Okay, let's get on with it. Kia ora. Why do you do Aya? It means be well or healthy, basically high in Māori. But you don't, so you I don't... Just want to, I just want everyone to know, I've been to New Zealand. But you don't go up to this, I find that a weird greeting. Well, people say it in, well, in New Zealand. I, I understand that, but isn't it weird to, like, if you were just speaking English and going, be well, be happy, or whatever it is. Be well, be, healthy. Be well and healthy. That'd be a weird greeting. Well, I think it's a very nice one. Anyway, kia ora. Um... I've been to New Zealand. Yes, you have. And um, we a much-needed getaway. Yes. Well, we've spoken about your need for a getaway a couple of episodes. Now that you've had it. I know. But there do was, you feel refreshed? I do feel refreshed. Um, revitalised? Revitalised. There was a, a really good quote before I left saying, New Zealand is calling and I must go. So I obeyed that that quote Mm -hmm. and I went yes um took your father too yeah well yes you didn't go by yourself no I like a solo backpacking experience (laughs) backpacking I don't backpack no neither do I can you like imagine me backpack I can't imagine you but I don't think I can imagine me give me a rolling suitcase and a a room to myself any old time yes I think I'm a little bit like that Mm -hmm. anyway it was great um can I just say thank you New Zealand to the people of New Zealand and they've the scenery was great Uh, the people were kind and welcoming the food delicious the wine scrumptious and expensive um at in places yes um and we also did a little bit of activity. Mm-hmm. We went skiing. You went skiing. Oh, that was hilarious. Do you want to talk about your skiing experience? No, Aya, I'll be just doing it in my little order. Great. We flew into Auckland. We have friends so, in Auckland. Hold on. Oh, this is going to be short and snappy. Like this. It is... is short and snappy. I've got my key things. Great, because we don't want to be talking about your no. holiday just no, the we're entire not... time. No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> highlight, uh, we went to um, Waiheke which is an island off the coast of Auckland, a barrier okay. island, island. And it's really famous, not only for its beaches and it's got nice climate, but it's got wineries. Imagine beach and wineries together. Okay. Gorgeous. Great. And um, they've got a very famous wine there. It's a type of Shiraz. It's called Syrah. And your father did sample one. Yes. It was a little bit expensive. Yes. How much was it? He did send me a photo of it. Uh, $23. $23 for a glass of wine. Was it even like a decent, you know. Oh, it was a very delicious. No, but no, I no, that's not what I'm asking. Like a decent size. Because I've no, noticed like in enormous. wine bars and restaurants, people, they can be very stingy on their size. No, you have size. two sizes. The 150 mils. Yeah, but and sometimes then... they don't follow that. Like I went to a bar a couple of weeks ago. 
the first glass of wine I had, I was like, well, that's hardly any. I went back, different bartender, filled it up more. I went, well, that's more like it. Well, it depends. You probably paid more for the no, second one. No, I didn't. One. It was the exact same. Anyway, I just sort of thought sandy beaches, sunshine, and wine. Mm-hmm. What a place to live. Mm-hmm. Great. So that was a real hot, um, that was a hot spot. Uh-huh. And then we flew to Christchurch. Yep. That was very interesting. Love Christchurch. Go yes. and visit everyone. Don't be worried about the um, the earthquakes. Did you feel any? No, I thought I felt a little bit of a sway, but no, I don't think so. I think that was my imagination. Right. Beautiful. And from there, we took the Transalpine Rail to mm-hmm. Greymouth. Five hours through mountains, tunnels, uh, on viaducts, and with an, a great commentary and um, a train with, you know, glass, basically partially glass ceiling. There's also an open carriage where you can go out while the train is moving and get some of that mountain fresh air. Mm-hmm. Great trip. Loved it. I love the commentary. I want a commentary what are you wherever commentary, I go. Commentary, like when you would pass a. Yes, things? they would tell you about the geology, the history. And I'm thinking, I need that for everywhere I go. I need a little commentary in my ear telling me where I am, what the background is, what the geology is, what the um, environment's like, a bit of the history. Thanks very much, Transalpine. Great. Loved it. You should write a review for them, you know, online, rather than saying it on here. I probably should. I have written quite a few reviews. Oh. And um, then we um, drove to a little place called Hokotika. Apparently it's well known, but it's very tiny. Right. It was wet, cold, invested in a raincoat in Hokotika. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they have black sand beaches there. Mm-hmm. Very strange. You know, we, we're on the Gold Coast, near the Gold Coast, and we have white sandy beaches. Yeah. But these are volcanic black beaches, black gritty beaches. They have that in Iceland too. Mm. Very unusual. And the sea was loud because we stayed in a beachfront um, little cabin and um, the sea was like I thought the sea was going to come into the cabin. It was so loud, so wild down there. Is it because, like, I mean, obviously we've stayed in beachfront kind of places before. Is it because it's just more secluded and that you could I hear it and you weren't battling other noises? And, yeah, other noises. Well, perhaps um, it was a very quiet place, but it was wild weather. There was okay. bad weather and the, and the seas were up. And all, I wish I could, maybe I can put this photo on your, yeah. do you have a place where we can put photos? Instagram. Well, you could. Yes. Um, the, the whole beach was black and then strewn with driftwood. Sorry, just quickly. Sorry if you can hear a crow or a magpie. That's a bit annoying, isn't it? Did oh, well. you just hear it? Yes, but only from Yeah, moment. sorry, we are recording during the day. Not, they're not out at night when we usually record, so. Um, yeah. Anyway, strewn with driftwood. Huge trunks of trees that are just... All over the beach. Mm-hmm. All over the beach. Mm-hmm. Weird scene, like something alien, but quite interesting in itself. Mm-hmm. So, little Hokotika, who would have thought that little place would be a hot spot? Another recommendation? Another recommendation. Mm-hmm. Go there. Um, there's also, you can find the greenstone, but you can't just pick it up because uh, the Māori people, there are certain rules about the greenstone. You can't just... What's the green stone? It's the green stone they make jewellery out of. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a jade. Yeah. You can't just mine for it willy-nilly. No, you've got a, a permit. And um, 
I mean, it's um, beautiful and they make it into all sorts of jewellery and um, but apparently you can find it lying on this beach. Mm. But it was a bit wild that day so we didn't actually walk on the beach, we walked mm. near it. Yeah. From there we went to the mountains, mm-hmm. Wanaka and Queenstown. Yep. I want to move to Wanaka. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> um, Wanaka, alpine type town with a beautiful lake. Actually, Queenstown's the same. Queenstown is the bigger version of Wanaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, both beautiful, beautiful yeah. places. Had a had a ball there. You know, lakes, wilderness, walks, history. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. And then the last thing we did, we um, you skied. Okay, I'm using that really loosely. Skiing. Uh-huh. It's been 19 years since I've skied. Yes. Okay, so first lesson, we were late because we had to go and get chains to go up the mountain because, can I just say, you, you don't actually stay in the ski field. You've no. got to drive up. And when we were in Wanaka, we went to a place called Treble Cone. No risk assessment there. Dirt road, no barriers. Going up this steep, windy road. But um, Coronet Peak at Queenstown was much better mm-hmm. um, for cars. Mm-hmm. Anyway, went there. And um, we got a lesson, but um, I, we thought that the memory would come back quite quickly and we'd just take to the slopes. Yeah. Wrong. Okay. Wrong, wrong, wrong. A um, bit of fear set in and then suddenly I couldn't, you know, I could remember and I could visualise myself, but my body didn't want to follow mm-hmm. what I could remember. Yeah. So then um, the next day I had a private lesson for two hours with this young man who was German. Uh, Is this the one you said that was? He had a British accent. Yeah. Very interesting. Very nice young man. Thanks, Michael. Um, (laughs) He um, put up with me falling, being lame on the slopes. Not good. In the end, yes, I could remember it, but I think I needed to be there for another three days. Mm-hmm. And by that stage, oh, I got sick of those boots on my legs. Yeah. You know, those alien boots that you have got to walk in that have got no bend, no give. Yeah. Now, you know, sitting there, having lunch, looking out in the slopes, seeing these elegant people ski down the slopes, that wasn't me. I mean, not think- everything's for everyone. Well, this, I think... I made a good effort, but I think at some point you need to say, job well done. This is not my destiny. But this is not for you. <laughs> and, of course, I came back with a twisted knee. Yeah. And I've been battling that for about a week. It is getting better. Do you know what you should do? Go to a physio. Well, I should. But I think, I've, I think I'm no, 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 I'm no, self-managing. No. I think no, it's okay. No, 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 no. You should go to a physio because every time I have some kind of, or my sister and I have some kind of ailment where we're like, oh, back's a bit sore, shoulder's a bit sore, go to the physio. Take your own advice and go to the physio. No, I think I've, I've, I've fixed it, everyone. Oh, yes, you're, you're a miracle worker. Anyway, your so <laughs> skiing, I think it's a beautiful sport. I just wish... I was a little bit younger and not so fearful. Yes. And but I think if we had if we had done um, two days, had a break day and then had two days, mm-hmm. I think we would have, you know, your father would have he would have really advanced and I would have not been able I would have been able to ski those beginner slopes without 
looking uncoordinated. Mm. Mm. But you, so you went to um, a winery in. Oh, in Queenstown. Yes, yeah. we had a winery tour. Yes, and you bought lots of wine. I can't yes, wait it is for coming, it to arrive. It in is the coming back. It is coming back. Delivered soon, I hope. A nice selection. One of them is a bioorganic wine. What does that mean? Well, it's a bit heebie jeebie, but they put, you know, like horns in what? the soil next to it. I'll have to talk about it. It's quite interesting. Oh, we should do. We'll do it. We'll do organic a, a segment on wine. I oh, what we can do a segment on wine while we drink wine. When we get the wine. Well, when we taste the wine. We can we can do a live oh we how can cool, we do a tasting. We can do a live tasting. Okay. A pre-recorded tasting. I think still, that would be good. Yeah. All right. So anyway, what I wanted to tell you is oh, the other bit I missed. Favorite place on the North Island, Rotorua. The geysers, the bubbling mud pools. Oh, yes. Lots to see in New Zealand. As it said, New Zealand is calling and I must go. And I did go. And I'm glad I went. Well, that sounded like... um, An ad. Yes. Advertising. I'll give you a few photos. I'll send you, say, three photos that you can put on... Instagram? Yes, a couple. Yep. Um, yes, so we've talked about famous stage mums before. Who have we talked about? We talked about Chris Jenner. We've talked about TV stage mums. We talked about Kath and Kim and the nanny, Sylvia Fine from the nanny. I wanted to go talk about some famous stage mums, but these ones are like Hollywood, like real Old school Hollywood, though. Glamorous Hollywood. I'm talking the 50s. Yeah. The concept of a stage mum has been around for a while. This ain't no new thing. So um, I guess the two people I wanted to talk about were uh, Gertrude Temple, which is Shirley Temple's mother. Yeah. She seemed like a reasonable woman. And yes, well, that's, yes, that's part of my argument as well in this Mm -hmm. segment. And Sarah Southern, is that how you say her Mm -hmm. name? Elizabeth Taylor's mother. Now she, who do I start with first? I think think you should start with the positive. Or should you end with the positive? Oh, I don't know. I've read a little bit about. I'll talk about Mm. Elizabeth Taylor first because that story, I had no idea. Elizabeth, if you couldn't read, if you don't know much about Elizabeth Taylor, you should research Elizabeth Taylor because she had a crap life. She really did. Awful life. Not just because of her mother, but just because of the industry, the way that she looked. Just She was very young. She was very young and just... Very pretty. She was loved marrying men. Seven, I think. And she loved marrying and divorcing men. And not always the best men. Some of her husbands, like I knew who some of her husbands were... But um, one, I didn't know, like, Hilton, like, as in the hotel dude. Right. Um, she, he was one of them. And he was seen, like, one day, like, pushing her in the street, like, basically hitting her or kicking her, something, and said, he said something rude to her, and all these people just witnessed it. Yeah. Um, that's not the point. So, yes. Sarah Southern is Elizabeth Taylor's mum. Elizabeth Taylor, I didn't know this, became famous or somewhat known or introduced into the industry at the age of nine. Mm. She was in Black Beauty. I don't know what that is. Black Beauty was 
about a horse. Oh, okay. It's a very famous movie. Right. I thought that was one of her famous films. Black I don't Beauty. know. I can just think of Cleopatra, to be honest. No, no, no. Black Beauty. Um, yeah, so she was nine. Um, interesting fact, I found out she has a double row of eyelashes. What does that mean? So she has two rows of top eyelashes and it was like she was going to an audition. I think it was one, I don't know how old she was. And the director or someone said, no, she was going on to set for a movie. And the director said, take that girl and get that mascara off her eyes. And it wasn't mascara. Like they couldn't do anything about it. So I guess that kind of adds to her unique beauty although the doctors back in the day called it a genetic mutation like as if she was some kind of x-men um it's not a genetic mutation anyway but so her mother put her into singing and dancing lessons at the age of two that's a bit young isn't it well i don't can you actually oh she would have been walking yeah i mean how old did i start i started how old was i uh well you had a little bit of fun about four maybe five yes yeah, so singing dancing lessons at the age of two apparently her mum was quite forceful in her training methods she basically trained elizabeth taylor to cry on cue right i don't know how she did Andy? it i guess like so that when she would go into a role her mum i don't know even i don't know if her mum would be there like when she would be filming that stuff but elizabeth taylor could cry on cue because her mum made her learn how to do that. Such an odd thing. Um, and, yeah, but her mum would watch her record movies. And if she felt like Elizabeth wasn't – it feels weird calling her Elizabeth – Miss Taylor wasn't showing enough emotion or conviction, she'd, like, give a look and be like, you might want to try that again. That's a stage mother, isn't well, it? No, oh, my that goodness. Is, that is. Oh, yeah, so sorry. She would, Sarah would put her hand on her heart to signal more emotion, and that would be her. Oh, that's not. Mm. Yeah, but like, I don't want my mum standing on the set being like, you could do a better job. That's up to the director to. Well, obviously, this was in her youth when she was little, and perhaps she needed to have a little bit of. You know, someone to look after her. Mm. Mm -hmm. But when, so when Miss Taylor would forget her lines, Sarah would tap her on the head. Hmm. Just like a little smack on the head. Well, tapping and smacking are two totally Well, I don't think it was like a, like a little, like a little. Well, does it say that? I've written the word tap her on the head, but I don't know if I paraphrased from what I read. All that rhymed. I don't think we should. No, but she she would tap her on the head, if, even if it was like a little tit, like a little, like a light tap. I wouldn't, it's still not okay. No, probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I think Miss um, Taylor went through a bit of a rebellious, because she started so young, I think as she got a bit older, she didn't re- really feel like she wanted to do what she was doing, and she wanted to rebel a bit more. I think a lot of her choices were made out of rebellion and so at 16 she went to her parents like she was like in tears saying she wanted to be a regular child um and i've written i think i took this directly from the article that i read but sarah took this as a sign of ingratitude and said to her but you're not a regular child and thank god for that oh boy (laughs) you know i think most parents feel that way deep down yeah but if a child is clearly 
distressed about this career that they've been forced into in a way. Uh, I think I think if they're making a success of it and parents can see a future, I don't think the um I don't think the choice element would come into it. Well, I can't remember if it was her or Shirley Temple, whatever it was like a real economic well, they didn't make as much issues money in those back days. then. So um, it was maybe it was both of them. Like their families relied on them financially. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she did. Um, she married Nikki Hilton, who I spoke about before. They're all called Nick and Nikki. Then you oh, got no, Paris. <laughs> well, you oh. got Nikki Hilton and there's Paris Hilton, and I think the father, their father, is name is Nick or something. I don't know. And so this must be either his father or his grandfather. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, she married him to get distance from her mother because I don't think the mother was necessarily happy yeah. with that choice. But she, she was engaged to like two or three people before that, I'm pretty sure. She was engaged at 17 or 18. Mm. So, Well, she's looking for something. Yeah. Um, it be a hard life for a child. You can't have the normal things, can't do the sort of things that other kids were doing. Yeah. So I can understand that. Yeah. And I did try to find more about this, but I did read it in an article that Sin- Sarah, Sarah, Sarah manipulated MGM, the film, yes. yeah, and Universal into a bidding war on her daughter when she was eight. I think it was like salary-wise. Well, she, you know, she was famous as a child actor. Yeah. You know, all those early movies. I think she performed with people, other child actors like uh, Mickey Rooney, who was a very famous child mm-hmm. actor. But he was a famous actor even later on. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see, to look at some of these Hollywood child stars, others other than Elizabeth Taylor, yeah. and see what kind of lives they had. But and it's, the point is not about Elizabeth Taylor being a child star. It's the, the, her mother. That, yes. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, her mother was quite forceful, was always there, was very – put a lot of pressure on her. But I, I did read that, I think, the, when the whole Nikki Hilton thing was going down, he she, he might have done something in front of the parents or something happened and the mother did say, like, get out of my house. You're never to see her or any of us ever again. Um, so I think when necessary, necessary, she would stand up for her Mm. daughter. But again, uh, again, we're only reading this, aren't we? Yeah. We we don't know. And we have to rely on what history tells us. I think it's pretty well known that she's, her mother was. And yeah, just reading about Elizabeth Taylor, very sad life, really. Um, I read that her mother thought she was ugly when she was born. Oh, really? Well, like, she is gorgeous. She was such a blah, 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 blah. She had her sapphire eyes. Um, There is a somewhere down there. So, but... Yeah, she considered to be an ugly baby. So, so yeah, her mum said, As the precious bundle was placed in my arms, my heart stood still. There inside the cashmere shawl was the funniest-looking baby I had ever seen. Her hair was long and black. Her ears were covered with thick black fuzz and inlaid into the sides of her head. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, I didn't know that her mum thought that. That's a bit. But you know, a lot of people say that. They say, know. you know, that little babies are not very attractive. Well, they are. It's I was so cute child, as a baby. A child born safely and soundly and health in a healthy way 
There's nothing more beautiful. But that's what a stage mum does. Um, yeah, well, moving on from that negativity, let's go on to Gertrude Temple. So Shirley Temple's mother. Mm-hmm. Do you remember I used to be called Shirley Temple? You did. Because um, of the curly hair. That is true. But a little nickname. Do you know? Did you know that her mum would curl her hair? She It was like some specific amount of curls in her hair every time. It was like always like 60 curls or something like that. Yeah, because she was a hairdresser. Was she? Well, it says so here. Oh. That she was a hairdresser. Oh, okay. Well, is that true? I don't know. Mm. Is it Wikipedia? You can't trust Wikipedia. No, you can't. No, it's not Wikipedia. Um, yeah, so um, Gertrude Temple, she always wanted to be a ballet dancer when she was younger. Oh, the mother. The mother. Mm. Um, but she was too tall. Mm. Um, so she, when she was, I think she had some sons as well. When she was pregnant with Shirley, she was hoping for a girl, obviously got a girl. Um, and she used to play music to the fetus to kind of like, I guess, get it. I don't know what that does. I think she was hoping to oh, well, kind of create some kind of musicality in the child before Well, I think born. a lot of people think that that helps. I mean, this could be just a lucky case, but it did work. Mm. Um, Shirley was walking by 13 months. Is that normal? I don't know. Oh, there's nothing unusual about that. And tapped at two. Started tapping at two. Okay. There are films um, with um, her, her dancing. She's very young. Yeah. Well, I th- so I think similar to Elizabeth Taylor, like the mum just threw her. Assume- it must be like as soon as you can start walking and w- walking confidently, let's chuck you into a dance class. Yeah. That's what it was seemed to be like. So, yeah, she was having tap lessons. So she was starting to, like, get the idea of tapping at two, but she started tap lessons at the age of three. Tap is really hard. As someone who danced for many years, tap, like, rhythm and just the movement of the feet. I know. And it's not an easy. Little, you've got all those little intricate little sounds. Uh-huh. I don't know how you make them. but So she was in um, an awful... TV show, commercial, movie called Baby Burlesques. Have you heard about that? No. no. Uh, Shirley Temple even said herself. So her mum, I guess, encouraged, well, yeah, she was too young. Her mum's like, yeah, go, not forced her into this movie, but yes, when you're that young, you don't really have a choice, do you? Um, it was it sounded like an awful experience. It was something about um, they were. Exploitation of child innocence. Yes, and that's what it was, a yeah. That's what Shirley Temple said. It was an exploitation of child innocence. And they there were these two boxes. One was for, like, the filming kind of stuff and one was for the children. So if they were naughty or weren't cooperating, the director or, or whatever would put them in this box. Put the children in the put box. Put the children in the box to calm them down because they'd be running around. They were so young. But would put, like, this giant ice cube in it. So if they wanted to sit down, <laughs> they sat on this... On ice. I think that's illegal. Well, I think that would be it was illegal a different today. time in, what was this, the 40s, oh the, my, even the 30s. Oh, terrible. 40s, maybe. Her mother wasn't as much of a stage mum as, what's her name, Sarah Southern, uh, where she was actually quite, Shirley only ever said really positive things about her mother. Like in the later years, saying she was very supportive, um, that she, like, protected her from the effects of fame. Um and wanted, yeah, to shield her from anything bad. I don't think, 
obviously when she was younger, there's that stage mum element where it's like chucking the child into movies or classes where the child doesn't really have an understanding of what they're doing, hence the baby burlesques thing. Um, but her, her, genuinely, Shirley felt like her mum was very supportive and only wanted the best for her. Although her mum did, um, her mum was accused of shaving a year off her to make her appear more precocious. More talented. More talented. More talented, but more intelligent for her age as yes. well. So be like, oh, how impressive is that? So I think it was like I read on her 13th birthday. No, it was on her 12th birthday. She was shocked to find out that she was actually... 13. Well, Shirley Temple was um, a very talented little girl. She mus- she had a high level of musicality. Uh, she was cute as a button. And, um, but later on in life, she went on to do good things. She, so she retired from acting. She was like 21, 22, yeah. and she ready, she was being pigeonholed in the industry as like the cute, innocent kind of, and she'd had enough of that. Um, and she went into politics. Yes, she did. Yeah, she went into politics, um, which is interesting. She she only died a couple of years ago. She died in like 2014 or something, mm. not long ago. And she always looked like exactly the same. If you look at I photos know. as she's gotten she's older. Very, yes, she was a cute older person. Yeah. She had a very, I think she had a, a face that you could trust. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah, even I think she had a, she an, an order- ambassador to Ghana. Is that right? Yeah, something. I don't know. I think that's true. She didn't, yeah, she yes, had, she, she didn't get like a seat in, I don't understand American politics, a seat in the White House. Is that a thing or? Yeah, well, in the Congress. In the Congress, but she did, had some other role, like Nixon gave her some kind of role. Yes. Um, but yeah, in her autobiography, I think it was an autobiography or a memoir or maybe even in t- an interview, she had nothing bad to say about her mum. Yes, some of the choices and things were questionable. But I think it was a sign of the times. Yeah. But when you, yeah, compared to Elizabeth Taylor's mum, it's quite tame, really. And we have to also remember that Elizabeth Taylor's mum was probably trying to forge a career for her child, a future for her child, and sometimes she was also a victim of the Hollywood system. I, I think, you know, you have to sort of... You know, you don't know how much you can say yes or no to, you know, mm-hmm. when you're trying to establish a career. Yeah. And so some people, whether it be a child's parents or an adult themselves, may not make the best choices initially. You have to learn. Yeah. It's a bit of a sad episode, this one, Hey, okay? I know. Um, so you're not that kind of stage one, which is nice. Well, thanks. I don't think I was ever that sort of stage mum. I know. I still just... think I was a stage mum. No, I still think you are, but, like, it's nice to know that maybe the stage mum, like, the terms progressed and not as well, I think, full I think, on as it used to be. I think mums, all mums, want the best for their children. And sometimes children need to be spurred on, encouraged, cajoled. Um, but there is a fine line. Mm-hmm. All right, let's end this. This is a bit... Sad. Let's, it is a bit sad. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right, I, I have a, um, a diary and um, it does throw up a few great ideas, great quotes. This one's from Amelia Earhart. Yes, the... Um, aviator. Yep. And she said, 
A simple act of kindness throws out roots in all directions and the roots spring up and make new trees. And I think that's, we need this positive quote after that negative. (laughs) But I do think it's true. It doesn't cost you anything to be kind. Yeah. I know we get grumpy and I know we get jealous and I know we, you know, get disappointed. But at the end of the day, life's short. A little act of kindness thrown to someone, a little word, a little helping hand may make them feel better, but it also might spur them to do something else and therefore, you know, that whole idea spreads. So I really like that, Amelia, and um, the fact that a single act of kindness, we only have to do just something nice even once a day for someone in an unexpected way. You could make the world of difference to someone. Mm -hmm. I like it. Well done. So... Don't forget, do something kind for someone. Yeah, do it right now. Alrighty, Mum, let's wrap this up. Um, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Do you want to stop shuffling your papers? <laughs> Why would you pick up more paper after I told you to stop? I just sh- have to be tidy. Yeah, but you could do that literally after we record, after we finish recording. I just need to be tidy then. All right. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Um, don't forget you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow it on Spotify. You can also review us on iTunes too. Yes. That's always nice. Um, we do have an Instagram account. You just need to follow at Stage Mum Podcast on Instagram and that would be fab. Fab. I'll, we'll put a couple of those Yeah, photos. we'll put a couple of uh, New Zealand photos up there. Um, and yes, yesterday. <laughs> I don't know why I said yes and I turned it into yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, last but not least, you can email us at stagemumpodcast at gmail.com. Have not checked that email, though, to be honest. Well, you probably should. Yeah. Um, Anyway, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, A. Bye, everyone. Bye.